coming up on 5-Minute News. White House refuses to negotiate on debt ceiling. Florida accused of racism after African-American course ban. And Trump sanctioned for frivolous lawsuit against Hillary Clinton. It's Friday, January 20. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. government hit its $31.4 trillion borrowing limit on Thursday amid a standoff between the Republican-controlled House of Representatives and President Joe Biden's Democrats on lifting the ceiling, which could lead to a fiscal crisis in a few months. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen informed congressional leaders, including House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, that her department had begun using extraordinary cash management measures that could stave off default until June 5th. Republicans, with a newly won House majority, aim to use the time until the Treasury's emergency manoeuvres are exhausted to exact spending cuts from Biden and the Democratic-led Senate. Corporate leaders and at least one credit ratings agency warned a long standoff could rattle markets and unsettle an already shaky global economy. But there was no sign that either Republicans or Biden's Democrats were willing to budge. Republicans are trying to use their narrow House majority to hold the economy hostage in order to force deeply unpopular cuts to Social Security, Medicare and other key programs. They added almost $7 trillion to the national debt under Donald Trump. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase spending or the federal debt. It simply allows the government to pay bills it has already taken on. There will be no negotiations over the debt ceiling, White House Deputy Press Secretary Olivia Dalton reiterated on Thursday. Congress must address this without conditions, as they did three times under Republican former President Donald Trump. Florida will not allow high school students to take a new advanced placement class in African-American studies, saying in a letter to College Board, the non-profit that develops the courses, that the pilot version lacks educational value. The letter to the educational non-profit which runs the advanced placement program was the latest move by the conservative administration of Republican Governor Ron DeSantis to criticize and even outlaw some educational efforts about racism and slavery. The College Board administers the Scholastic Aptitude Test, or SAT, and advanced placement tests that help students gain college credit while in high school. It is developing its first African-American studies course through a pilot program at 60 high schools. As presented, the content of this course is inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value, reads the January 12 letter by Florida's Office of Articulation and posted on Twitter by an ABC News journalist. Florida is one of several states that have banned public schools from teaching critical race theory. In its letter, the Florida Department of Education did not indicate how the interdisciplinary course broke state law or lacked educational value. The move sparked swift backlash among some civil rights activists and Democratic lawmakers who said it was discriminatory. Ron DeSantis wants to pretend that black history isn't American history. 
Leaders like him are the reason why Florida has seen a huge surge in hate crimes and acts of racism over the last two years, said newly elected Florida Congressman Maxwell Alejandro Frost. Martin Luther King Jr. III posted on Twitter, The state of Florida will allow AP European and American studies, but AP African American studies is contrary to Florida law. Please explain how this isn't blatantly racist. Floridians deserve a clear answer. A federal judge on Thursday imposed nearly a million dollars in sanctions on disgraced former President Donald Trump and his lawyer for filing a frivolous lawsuit against Hillary Clinton and others that claimed they tried to rig the 2016 presidential election in Clinton's favour. This case should never have been brought, wrote Judge John Middlebrooks in U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida in his order sanctioning Trump for the suit, which the judge previously dismissed. Its inadequacy as a legal claim was evident from the start, Middlebrooks wrote. No reasonable lawyer would have filed it. Under the order, Trump and his lead lawyer in the case, Alina Haber, are jointly and servably liable for the total amount of sanctions the judge imposed, $937,989. Middlebrooks in September had dismissed the case against Clinton and all other defendants besides the United States government with prejudice, which bars Trump from refiling the lawsuit. In his order on Thursday, the judge noted that Trump's suit had fatal substantive defects and that its factual allegations were undermined and contradicted by the public reports and filings upon which it purported to rely. The former president's legal woes don't stop there. In addition to being investigated by the Justice Department for his part instigating the January 6 insurrection, his recently disclosed deposition in a rape trial included multiple inconsistencies. Donald Trump mistook E. Jean Carroll, the writer who accuses him of rape, for his ex-wife Marla Maples during a deposition in the case last year, excerpts released in U.S. District Court on Wednesday showed. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.